Welcome to the Leader's Den Podcast, where we will give you insights about all facets of leadership. Join Tilan Lagirsa, leader, coach, and mediator, as she speaks with leaders and experts from all over the globe who open up and share their personal stories, reflections, and practical wisdom from their own amazing, at times challenging and rewarding, leadership journey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Leaders Den podcast. And today I'll be talking to Trisha Karp, and I'm really Really honored to have her here. She has been a role model and a mentor to me. And actually, thanks to Tricia, I wrote and published my own book uh, dealing with conflict um, because at the time I started the um, my business, um, I, I was really, what do I do? What do I do? And I met Tricia and she helped me kind of find some, some guidance. So thank you so much for taking the time to be here on the podcast with me, Tricia. You are welcome to learn. Hello. Hey, and you are a woman with, with so many facets and you have done so much. Um, so I would really want to ask you to introduce yourself and tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself and where you're coming from. And then I would love to have a conversation about leadership and wherever that's going to take us. Sure. All right. So I am an Australian and I'm now living in Bali. Uh, I've been here for nearly six months with my daughter who's about to turn 13. Um, but as far as business goes and where I come from, my work's always been about helping people to discover their power and really to push past any limits. I think that for most of us, trying to be who we think we should be, should be in the world, or and living up to those expectations, you know, we've really forgotten who we are. And what I'm so interested in is guiding people, and this is my own life mission for myself, but back to their power, back to their truth, back to their innocence and, and their beauty on all different levels. So that's really what I'm about. I'm here to help people remember who they are. And I worked Initially with women mostly, but I work with men as well now too. Yeah. And just for anybody who's listening and thinking what's happening in the background, uh, Trisha is in a beautiful <laughs> tropical place where, where there's some um, internet issues every now and then and, and where you are now is the best internet. So we're just taking the background noises as they come. Um, but anyway, the the whole thing about empowering people is, is is wonderful and you're saying you're working both you used to work with women a lot but you're working with men as well and so uh, can you explain a little bit more um, about empowering people and how important that is to to for all of us to kind of find our inner leader as well yeah sure what I find most and this is certainly continues to be my own personal experience which helps drive me in my work as well is that when we when we peel back some of the layers and come back to more of who we truly are there's so much more energy for us there's so much more freedom and sense of liberation there's so much more purpose for us you know life becomes better I'm not saying it always becomes easier because it's hard you know it's hard to confront our stories it's hard to confront our beliefs and our habits and all the things we've lived by and a lot of us 
don't even bother until we're in a situation in our lives where things are feeling tough and yeah. things aren't flowing the way we want to. And I've certainly had those experiences in my life. Um, I've had all sorts of things over the years from frustration in a, in a career that I didn't love, you know, and yet and wanting to have my own business, but incredible fear, so much fear and so many beliefs about myself that held me back initially from doing that. So, you know, there's a, there's a place in me where I just reach frustration um, and I have to make a change. But, I, you know, change is hard and I, I notice that a lot of us, we don't do it unless we are in a situation where we decide we want that more than what we've currently got. So that's where I come from. I know what's on the other side, but I know how much it takes to, to access that. Yes, and I think also what I often see and also for myself is that, you know, even though we know about self-limiting beliefs and we know that in a way we are brainwashed um, from from the day we are born, it's often not really so obvious. It takes really time to even understand that what you thought was something you wanted to do is actually maybe not what your core is all about, but it's just something to maybe please your parents or uh, whoever you know and yeah absolutely and I, and I can think of so many experiences in my life where I've gone for things I've pushed I've worked really hard I've been in that zone of striving for success you know and I've achieved some of those goals and they meant absolutely nothing to me they were so shallow and I can think actually I can think of one experience that really was quite profound at the time and, and I wasn't on the path yet of doing my inner work. I really, or I, no, I, I'd started. I was early in the piece, maybe a couple of years in and yeah. I was still working in television and I'd always had a goal as, and I was a journalist um, back then, a reporter on the, on the news and I had a goal to read the news on TV. I'd read news on radio and I wanted to present news on TV and when it came, it came at a time in my life where I was starting to do that in a work. I was starting to get to know myself a little bit better. I had some experiences on air with a co-presenter. Well, in the ad breaks, no one saw it on air. Um, but I'll never forget this. He he picked up the phone in the ad breaks. So there's a phone at the news desk and he rang the presenter. And he started, I'm um, not the presenter, the producer. And he started screaming at her and he said, I am the senior newsreader. And she is on air for 30 seconds more than me, and this is not acceptable. And I just sat, you sit very close when you sit at the news desk, it's like this. And I just sat next to him and I listened, and he slammed down the phone. And I said, Are you right? Wow. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and the fact that he had spoken to her that way. Um, these were people I was working with. I thought none of this aligns with my values or who I am and what I care about. I can't see how any of this is actually really useful, not just his behaviour, but in the news we were just basically selling fear-based stuff yeah. about what's going on in the world. And it really that was a turning point for me. I, mean, I just thought this is bullshit. Yeah. I'm actually really surprised, uh, pleasantly surprised that you could even have the empathy to say to him in, in that space, like, are you all right? You know, because that is, <laughs> because, uh, it's, it, that is just unheard of and, um, also makes me 
brings me back to this book I'm reading about egos at the moment. <laughs> so um, what is that all about? Yeah. So so for you that was that was when you talk about that the you, you were at that time ready to push through your fears of the unknown and 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 a, a different future for you um because that was for you like a line in the sand i i don't need this in my life yeah it was a line in the sand i just thought i could be doing something so much more useful it's not when I started my business at that point so this was a long time ago and I yeah. I didn't know yet I really didn't know yet what I would do but I thought this is not useful and I don't want to be around these people they're not my people I, I craved to do something useful in the world you know like I wanted to be I wanted to be of service and I just couldn't see how that was and People started treating me very differently as well when I started presenting the news. So people I worked with who I'd been quite good buddies with, there was jealousy, uh, there were people in the higher sort of higher, you know, in leadership positions who'd never spoken to me before but suddenly I was interesting to them. You know, it was just this whole kind of way that it worked. And I'm like, this is ridiculous, this yeah. is not me, I don't care. I mean, yeah, I'm reading the news. I was never somebody who was going to go, oh, look at me, I'm amazing, yeah. I'm news and that upset people too that I that I didn't kind of take it that seriously in that way that upset a lot of people and I remember getting my hair cut one time and I got it cut too short and I got in trouble for that you know it was just like oh I can't do this shit no no it's interesting because I think that's the way it often works with 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 groups if you have a, a certain status you're supposed to be um, and it's, 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 if you don't, if you don't, um, work along those, those values and so on, people don't really like that. And if you say, like, I remember that when I was a lawyer and people were a bit like, like you, I was like, oh, when you're a lawyer, they think, yeah, I know you go to the high court and the Supreme Court. And now it's like, no, but I, I don't want to be a, a lawyer in a three piece suit who is just a horrible person i'm 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 a human being and uh, that's the far most yeah so so what 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 do you think people need to do to come to that realization in the inner work when 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 do you know hey you need to start working on yourself uh yeah i think i think when life pushes you to a point when you feel like you're in a bit of a corner um, I've certainly had that happen a few times. Um, I think when you're in a situation where you just know that it's not right for you, you know, this is not right for me, I don't want to be here, I don't feel like these are my people, I don't feel like I belong here, uh, those yeah. sorts of things, um, when something doesn't fit with your values, you know, we really need to know what are, what are my values, what are my values in this in this situation and can I... Can I be in my integrity? You know, yeah. I think that's part of it. Um, and sometimes and it's just a longing for more, right? There's just a deep down knowing that we're meant for something more, that, that we're not feeling fulfilled in, in our purpose. And, yeah. and I think that's a powerful one. I've had that for many years, sometimes took me many years, but just being drawn to something and not knowing why and needing to explore that. 
Yeah. So I, th- I think what what I often see and what what definitely has been for me as well that sometimes life is so overwhelming and you're just kind of going you you you're just kind of surviving. But it's those times that you kind of need to to stop and listen. Um, and I haven't always been good at that. Listen at your own body, you know, your own gut feeling and, and, and kind of, of go with that. But what you often see is then people just start, you know, binge watching Netflix or <laughs> drinking or, you know, all these other mechanisms while it's maybe, you know, really important sign and you need to do something with it. Yeah, Talan, you know, I feel really strongly about that. I think that most of us are so disconnected from ourselves and I actually think that's probably the biggest problem um, in our West, in the Western culture and I can say that with a little bit of a different perspective living here in Bali, you know, and I yeah. talk about this a lot with other expats here. The culture here is community comes first and spirituality comes first, right, and they're so dedicated to their spiritual and their community depression doesn't happen here it doesn't happen right because of that sense of community and the faith and you can have it's hilarious when I first got here I would get so cross and annoyed because I'd have to wait forever for traffic because there's a ceremony you know walking down the street right now here everything stops because of that and that's accepted if you've got a ceremony you don't go to work and your employer accepts that right you know we have a housekeeper included as part of our rent it's like she's not coming today or tomorrow because she because there's a cremation or there's a special ceremony and that's just accepted what I find and and what I found for me and why I needed the change is that I was also stuck in the in the doing and the pushing and the striving and the having to and trying to do all the things that culturally I think and in my conditioning and my perfectionism, all the stuff that's expected, and, and that just didn't work for me anymore. It was like I can't do my life anymore, you know, and I'd had a couple of bouts of depression and that's not my thing, you know, it's never been my thing. It's like this just doesn't work. Um and that disconnection, you know, it's what I work with with people. We've forgotten. We've forgotten who we really are in our hearts, in our souls, in our being, Yes. you know, and it changes everything when you remember that. It changes your whole world on the outside. Um, but as long as you're in the disconnection, as long as you're trying to shove stuff down, as long as you, you're drinking or you're watching, binge watching on Netflix and working too many hours a day and not even connecting with anyone around you, you're stuffed. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's strong language, but it's true. And it's, I think it's such a shame. It's such a shame. You know, there's, and I'll, I'll get teary about it. Yeah. It's like, you know, I run my retreats here and I have these women coming in stressed and like that. And within a few days, they're back in their hearts. They're back in their beings and back in themselves and remembering this is who I am, you know? Yeah. And, and I, I do, um, hear what you're saying that it often takes a really serious event in your life, but it's, 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 it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be that we have to wait till we're completely vulnerable and, and, and down to the ground. It, it would be something that, you know, we should, we should have on a regular basis, like a maintenance thing. <laughs> like, um, but often when I do, um, exercises like value exercises, as you were talking about, um, and it's often in the corporate, um, sphere when I do it, 
I think most people look at me and they don't really understand in first instance what I'm saying. So, um, so could you explain a little bit more with values? I mean, we hear the word all the time, but what, what, what that means to you as in when you're aligned to your values and how you can find out what your values are? Yeah, sure. So when I'm, the way I look at values to keep it really simple is just what do I value? Yes. You know, what are my values? What do I really value? So an example for me is that I, I value courage. Yeah. So I might find myself in a situation where I'm having a bit of fear about something. Um, it might be about speak. It's often about speaking something, you know, saying something. And then I'll go, hang on a minute. I value courage. So I'm going to let that value lead my behavior and I'm going to be courageous and I'm going to say this. Yes. Or, or I'm going to do this, you know. So that's basically what it comes down to. And I think it can be as simple as sitting down and, and just writing it out. What do I really value? Like what do I value in my life? You know, I value community, for example. Now, I love the community here. A lot of us don't know each other, but we all didn't know each other before, but we bond very quickly. Yeah. We're having similar life uh, situations here. We do similar work. You know, we value similar things, right? So for me, it's like I have community. I love yes. community. So it's, it's that sort of stuff. It's like, what do I value? Yes, exactly. And, and, and I think, I think if, if what I often say to people is just write a whole list down and then just go through the list and then stop with like three for what is most important for you now. And yes, there's lots of other things, but what are the core things? And, 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 and like what you say about courage is, is obviously, yes, you are afraid, but at the same time to push through that, um, is so important. But most people, I think, like you said earlier, don't dare to push through the courage. But we both know that if you push through it, on the other side is all all these great things, and it's not as if as if paradise is awaiting. Because I see that every time you have to go through a different uh, uncomfortable thing, but it makes it makes you feel that you're living in alignment with yourself, and you can look yourself in the mirror and you know, hey, I am doing at this moment the best I can and I'm trying to reach my potential and I'm not settling for just anything or feeling a victim and not being proactive. What's your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. A absolutely. I agree with you 100% on that one. You know, I I can either feel really crap about myself and, and be in a place where I feel small and, you know, hopeless. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can make a choice. I want to feel alive, you know. Like I I want to be alive. I want to live my life. I, I don't. I, that's what I want. So it's yeah. like, what am I going to do? Yes, there are no guarantees. I never know what's on the other side. But my guidance. I'm pretty intuitive, and my guidance is really clear. And I know when I have to do something, and I just know. And even in coming here to Bali, you know, that yeah. was a huge. Um, that was a huge leap of faith. I didn't know what was here for me. I just knew that I had to do it and yes. I knew it was time. Yeah. Now, has it been what I expected? I don't know. I didn't have a whole heap of expectations in some ways, probably not. And in other ways it's been extraordinary, you know, and it's real life. It's everything. It's yeah. not paradise when you live somewhere, right? So I'm trying to do my real life here. Um, 
but my life's completely different from what it was and, yeah. and I love that. Yeah, and I, I think for me it's a big, because it's for me going from Holland to Australia and I lived in a, in a few different countries, but for me it was like, okay, it's always like, what if I don't do it and 10 years from now will I regret it? And then it's, it's uh, allowing myself to be able to lose faith. What if I go and it's not what I had in mind? Is it okay for me to come back? And so it's because I think we're often so harsh on ourselves as well. Uh, let, we are so hard on ourselves. I am too. You know, I had a I had a session with a friend last night. She offered to do this beautiful um, cacao ceremony for me, actually, just a private one, and. She said some words at the end about um, about how well I'd done in something that we'd been talking about. And I thought, yeah, Trisha, like when was the last time you sat down and went, wow, like I have, I have done an amazing job and this is what I'm helping my clients to do, you know, yeah. but like reminding ourselves, like can we yeah. ever get it wrong? I don't know if we can ever get it wrong if we are trusting ourselves and coming from a place of truth and acting from there, I don't think we can get it wrong. I think on the outside to other people, it might look strange. It might look weird. It might not look like a linear path that might not fit the expectations. But you know, for me, I'm getting it right. If I'm moving past all that stuff and I'm listening to my truth and I'm acting on that to me, that's success. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I love the, the, the idea that everyone's truth can be different as well. So just because it's, it's my truth, it doesn't have to be your truth. And anyway, I think, I think that's, that's the good thing about uh, getting older, if I can say it that way, is that, um, I don't, I, I need, I don't really care what other people think as long as I know I can live with myself and if I know that it's the right decision. Yes. But too many people get so caught up in what other people think. And in the end, where are those people when times are tough or when, you know, things are not good? Yeah, whose life is it, you know? And I think this is what leadership comes down to. It's self-responsibility, you know? It's it's full self-responsibility. And that means to our truth, not, not to responsibility outwardly as far as what other people have told us it should be or should look like. And it's really interesting being here. And I mean, it's opened my eyes a lot to how a lot of people are, doing their lives that are so different from how I was brought up, you know, and so different from the world I lived in before. Yeah. And it makes me question myself. It makes me go, well, is this true just because I've done it that way? Like what what can I see for myself here? Yeah, yeah and, and that that I think is another thing about leadership is the ability to reflect on things and not to take things for granted and also to always have that uh, idea that you are a student and that you can learn and not it's it's not a dead end street oh now I am where I need to be it's a continuous curiosity towards hey I think that but is that true or I do this but this is right mm -hmm. yeah absolutely it's a constant questioning of self and a reflection and a a willingness to do the work and and to grow um Really, I think that's what it all comes down to. And I know when we talk about leadership in the traditional sense, and I think that doesn't happen so much now, which is wonderful, you know, it's never about having power over anybody else, you know, it's about giving power to. And I think for us as 
as leaders in our own way, we start with ourselves on that and take full self-responsibility. Yeah. And also, what's your thoughts about being a role model? Because I was thinking actually today, um, you know, often people people are role models, even if they're not so aware of it. And it's that little trickle that's, that you can start. Um, what, what, what are your thoughts on that? Um, hmm. Well, when people come, I'm thinking of an example actually just from this morning from an email that I received from a client and people tend to look at me sometimes in that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm really clear to not, I guess, take that on as anything uh, personal about me. I'm all about how can I help you to be more powerful in yourself so I had this email this morning from a client as an example um, talking about some things that are going on for her in her life and she said can I ask you what am I missing what am I not seeing here now I'm not going to answer that for her because I don't know I don't know but I can ask a few questions to take it back to herself so she can find those answers for herself um, and I think that's how I see it I don't I yeah. don't see it as me being I don't see it as me being perceived as a certain way and having to live up to anything as far as how other people perceive me. No, and I think I think I meant it more that by being being your own leader and, and standing in your own truth, even though you don't plan to, um, you are often an inspiration for other people who haven't really had that um had the courage to make that step. And so I, I can I can imagine that you going to Bali, there will be a lot of people, maybe some people will tell you, maybe some people won't, but thinking, oh my God, look at Tricia, she's done it and she's making a success out of out of her life and she's um, in Bali doing retreats, working with people who want to develop themselves more. And so it might be a little seat that is, is, is then sold, I don't know how to say it in English, that people will start doing the same thing you know yeah 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 maybe and that's great right if it's their if it's their truth I think we'd be the best role models just by being ourselves and being in our truth absolutely I agree with you and what works for for someone doesn't always work for someone else yeah 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 and uh, so well it is absolutely um wonderful talking to you and um I'm just really thinking what 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 we were been talking about is really the, the the really important thing of being a leader for yourself and to step up because it seems that if you don't do that no one else is really going to do it and for you what you're saying is really about finding out who am I what is it that's important for me what is it that I really value and then having the courage to push through your own fears and 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 do it. And do you have any tips on how people can push through their fears? I think you just have to name it first of all. You know, I think you have to own what's going on for you and have enough self-reflection and awareness around that. I'm not sure that even pushing is the right word. You know, I don't think it's about feel the fear and do it anyway on some level. I mean, there's a little yeah. bit of that, but it's like see it for what it is, you know, and ask yourself the question, you know, I... I have fears come up and I'll go, is this even true? Like, is this even mine? Um, yeah. Is this a story that 
that I've made up. It's a story that I've believed. Where do my values sit in this? What's driving me? Why do I even care? I mean, I have to care. I have to care. Otherwise, I'm not interested in doing anything at all. So, And I just come back to that and go, you know what, I'm doing it anyway. So that's, yeah, it's that kind of stuff. I think if you're not... If you're not reflective at all, if you're not looking at yourself, if you're not questioning yourself, you've got nowhere to go. Mm. Now, I think for me, um, I once read about, I know you've got all those acronyms for fear, but the one that works really well for me is the false evidence appearing real. And so I always say, if I, I'm really afraid, then I, I kind of say, okay, yeah, what's the story here? Is this true? And actually, yesterday I was talking to a friend of mine who's also a coach, and she was saying she um, about how when she's afraid, she looks and she sees the fear in the eye. And sometimes uh, people ha- name fear or have have a have a name for it or a symbol or something. And she said, "I I just say, well, thank you, fear, for being here because I know you're really wanting to keep me safe, but I'm okay." I can do this anyway. This is this is just my brain telling me I should stay safe, but I'm actually safe, safe and I'm going to do it anyway. And I really liked that, that idea. And she she said like she saw fear as a little angry angry thing, like an angry smiley. And then she flipped it around and it was smiling again because she kind oh, of re- re- reassured her own fear. And I thought, oh, I'm going to try that next time. Yeah. yeah. I, I teach a practice around that with the inner critic. It's the same sort of thing, you know. It's, it's like naming it, giving it a character, um, asking it, what does it need, what does it want, and it's all about keeping us safe. And sometimes it's useful, right? Sometimes we need to look at what that fear is too. There might well be something in there that we need to take heed of, you know. I think we need to not make it all wrong, but we have no. to investigate. Yeah, definitely, and 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 not not every fear is there for a reason, and sometimes we need to listen to fear, but you just need to know um, when to listen and when to let go, and uh, and and that's not always um, always so clear because it does come does come in disguise, and uh, yeah, and 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 that's the same with the um, with the the opposite of it, which is. Um, when you were saying that you name it and give it uh, as well, is I've really been um, working with with uh, alter egos and um, using parts in you as an alter ego to step up and to be the superwoman or uh, superman. And uh, yeah, and it's just really funny how our brain tricks us. <laughs> yeah, our mind. <laughs> but that's fantastic. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. So so well, thank you so much. I've really enjoyed our conversation and I've I've learned so um so much again and it's just really inspiring to see that um you're living your truth and that you are teaching other people to do that. So when People have been listening and they want to know more about you. Where can they find you, Patricia? I know in Bali, but where, where, can, <laughs> I, where can they find you online? Well, I have a fair bit to say on Facebook and uh, Instagram these days, so you can pop in the links, can't you? But, yeah, um, I will. I have my website, trishacarp.com, which is about my, my tantra work. 
And I also have my powerful speaking work, which I'm kind of more known for for having done that for a bit longer. And that's at wisetalk.com.au. Yeah. And we kind of completely forgot to mention your books because I only um, started writing my book because of your books. And I think you wrote several books, didn't you? I wrote two books. Yeah, I've written yeah. two books. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much for your time and for your energy and for sharing your life lessons with us. And um, I hope you have a wonderful um, day. And is there any last last thing that you want to give to us? Oh, gee, a last thing. Thank you, Talana. <laughs> no. I think that's what it all comes down to, you know, follow and look truth yeah perfect well thank you so much i'm gonna definitely try and follow my truth thanks Trisha. <laughs> <laughs> that's all for this episode of the leaders den podcast found this episode valuable sign up for this podcast and be sure to visit theleadersden.com to learn more about our academy other courses and coaching programs And while you're there, sign up for our free Dealing with Difficult Staff Members online course. The Leader's Den, helping you grow into a leader people want to follow and are inspired by.